Hello everyone and welcome to Free Life Chapel, where we help you discover and live the free life in Christ. My name is Debbie and I am so excited that you decided to join us today. In order to connect with us, we would love for you to drop your comments below or visit our website at freelifechapel.org. Now sit back, relax. There's an awesome word that is just waiting for you to hear. So check this out. We're in a series, we're wrapping it up today called Under the Influence. And uh, we're, we're just going to kind of dive right in here and, and, and take off running. Week number one, we took you to Chipotle. You'll have to go listen to the, uh, to, to the, to the podcast. And week number two, we got you intoxicated. And so uh, that, was, that, was last, that was last week. T today, uh, my goal is I, I want to get in your head. And, and, and so we're going to kind of lean in and kind of go here for a little bit. John chapter 14. We're talking about the influence that leads our life. Everybody in this room, everybody watching online, all campuses, you, you, you are being influenced. Yes, you are. The good thing is you get to choose your influence. I would encourage you to choose wisely. All my young people in the room, there's going to be a lot of voices in your life. Choose wisely. You're going to find out in a few years that your mom and dad are not as dumb as you thought they were. Amen. I thought I'd have grandparents clapping right there. I thought some parents would be throwing checks and money up here going, amen, preach. Right? That's, that's where we roll. Got to be very careful on the voices we believe, the voices that we follow in life. One voice can jack you up. You don't have time for a four-year delay in your life because you went sideways. We have to choose the right voices. That's critical. John chapter 14, verses 16 through 17. Uh, all campuses, we all read the red letters together. Here we go. One, two, three. And I will ask the Father, and he will give you another advocate to help you and be with you forever, the Spirit of truth. Holy Spirit, according to God's word, if you are a Christ follower, is to be the influence in your life, not another influence, the influence. The number one influence, the number one voice that directs my heart, my life, my decisions, relationships, everything, should be governed by Holy Spirit. Uh, the goal is to get you lit. We told you last week, lit stands for leaning into truth, to get you lit, get you leaning into some truth in life, because if you're not leaning into truth, you're leaning into deception. There is one or the other. Uh, understand truth is necessary. The spirit of truth is necessary because of the options that are out there. And having a lot of other options look good. It's wrong, but they look good. Anybody ever struggled over doing the right thing or the wrong thing that was going to really feel good? Because everything that's wrong, it ain't because it feels bad. No, no, it's actually like it'd be a whole lot easier that way and I get more money that way and it's going to be a lot more fun that all that, but there's always a cost. You see, if there's truth, then there's a lie. You can't, you, there's no such thing as cold if there's not hot. Uh, there's, there's no such thing as yes if there's not a no. There, there's options. There's no, it, you, it, it, doubt makes faith possible. In other words, there has to be polar opposites. So if we're talking about truth, then that means there's also a lie. That means both directions will not get you there. 
you have to choose one. There's not multiple ways to heaven. There is one way to heaven. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, the life. Nobody gets to daddy except through me. That's what he said. The, the, our, our culture wants to make us think that you can live any way that you want to and we're all going to end up in the same place. It's a lie. There is one way to live life. God's word is very specific on these and quite honestly makes life very simple when we boil it down to what God's word is. The Holy Spirit is that spirit of truth. He is that voice to guide us and lead us even when it goes against culture, even when it seems to go against mom and dad or tradition or religion. We have to know what God's word says. On my truck, probably on your car as well because I think everybody's got it, uh, they've got these car sensors now. And, and, and when you're driving your car, if, if, you're going to, if, if, like if you start to drift lanes or you, you, know, you go, like, meh, 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 meh. oh, my God, okay. It's like it, it, it knows when you're kind of going like out of the bus. Or, or if you're pulling up and you're going about to park and you're getting close to something and it starts to beep, 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 Okay, you should never hear the crash, right? But, 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 it, but it, it beeps and eventually gets louder. It's a little sensor to tell you, watch this. It's identifying for you that there's something there you can't see, but just because you can't see it doesn't mean it doesn't exist. Yeah, that, that, that's, that, that's what it's doing. You see, that, that's exactly what Holy Spirit's job is in our life. He's there to give you feedback not when, when you're not looking for it. He's there to beep when you're about to crash, when you're about to wreck yourself. He starts beeping. Wait, 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 wait. That's what he does. He steps in. He's, he, we, we, we need his voice in our life. Watch this. We need his voice in our life because we need someone you can trust to tell you what you don't know so you can avoid what you don't want and experience all that Jesus has planned for your life. Just because you can't see it doesn't mean it's not there. And you and I need to understand that anytime God's word gives us a command in life, it's not just to show us the right way, it's also to help us avoid the wrong way. Because just as much as doing right will bless you, doing wrong will mess with you. We have to understand there's consequences for any decision that we make in life. If we hear the alarm and ignore it, we wreck ourselves. If we hear and we follow, we bless ourselves. Would you turn to someone and tell them, check yourself before you wreck yourself. Just check yourself before you wreck yourself. So, 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 so here, here, here's the question. How does Holy Spirit speak to us? Don't talk in this big, ethereal, other world stuff. How does Holy Spirit give us this feedback? If you don't like feedback, you don't like Holy Spirit. Because he's not seeking your opinion. He's just going to go ahead and tell you. Anybody, got, anybody like that in your life that they don't care how you feel? They're just going to tell you how they, what they think? Like, oh, yeah, I, I, yeah, there you go. Okay, so I'm just, I, how does he speak? I want, I, I want to just, I'm so excited to tell everybody this today. I've never preached, I've never taught on this that I'm about to get into today. And I'm so excited because it's so liberating for all of us. You online, Polk CI, I'm talking to you. It's everybody, all campuses from Free Life. Listen, here, here's what I want you to understand. How does Holy Spirit speak to us? Through your, we'll deal with it next week, but we'll just, no, he, he speaks to us. <laughs> he speaks to, I'm coming. He speaks to us through your conscience. 
Now see, some of y'all mad because that's not real spiritual. Can we get to the angels and everything? Okay, that's kind of spooky natural. That's kind of out there. Woo-hoo. Okay, I'm, and I'm all about angels. That's all good. I'm just saying, I'm just saying, I don't sit down and have breakfast with Cheerios every mo- with, with angels every morning. I'm not having not Cheerios with angels every morning. I don't do that. But I want you to know, just because you didn't see angels today doesn't mean you're not hearing from God today. Hearing from God is a spiritual thing that happens in a very non-spiritual way. And I want you to understand today exactly what he's doing. He's pre-wired you with this internal navigation system. It's already in you. Tell somebody it's already in you. It's already in you. It's already in you. It's a God-given awareness to what's right and what's wrong. Everybody listening to me, you've got it in you. Yes, you do. God pre-wired you to live the spirit-led life. You have no excuse. I have no excuse. I put it in you, Scott. You can't say you didn't know what to do. Yes, you do. I put it in you. You don't have to be in church to hear my will. You don't have to have the angels fluttering over your head to hear my, no, no, no. You don't have to have worship music playing, no. You could be at Disney and you can know right and wrong because I'm speaking to you all the time. Now, now we, we, hear, we hear, we learn what God's way is through his word. Uh, there, there are times that in prayer that he'll impress things on our heart. Yes, th- those are real also. But one of the most overlooked ways that Holy Spirit leads us that we live under his influence is through our conscience. And you've got one. Yes, you do. In spite of what your mom said, you do have one. I want to talk, I want to give you three big facts about your conscience today. Three big Bible facts about your conscience that maybe you have never looked at because I never looked at it until I got into the study a couple of weeks ago and I got so excited about this. I almost decided to carry this series all summer long, but I decided to back it up today. So, so here we go, three big facts. Number one, your conscience is God's guide in your life. God's guide. Uh, Immanuel Kant, he, he's a, a German philosopher. Uh, here, here's what he wrote, and I, I, I love this quote when I saw it. Two things fill my mind with wonder and awe. One is the starry heavens above me. And number two is the moral law of God within me. There's a law of God already written on your heart. Got a problem with that? Well, let's go to the book of Isaiah. Isaiah chapter 30 verse 21 says this. Check this out. Your own ears will hear him. whether to the right or to the left. He's speaking to you, and he's going to make sure that you know what his desire is for your relationships, for your job, the career, how to raise that kid of yours. No, they are, they, they are, they are heaven sent. I promise they are from heaven. They are from heaven. Holy Spirit speaking to you. Your awareness of right and wrong is the voice of truth. It's, it's, the, it's the voice of Holy Spirit trying to guide and lead your life. He's talking there. Now, sometimes it might not be this booming, thundering voice that we've heard other people say, I heard God's voice. Okay, well, i got to be honest with you. If I heard a voice talk to me like audibly, I would like hit the ground and melt right there, okay? That probably would not be good for my health. 
There's been a couple of times that I've had something so alarming that it rocked my world, and I would say it was like an audible voice, but it was so loud in me. But, I, but I'm just saying that I want you, I want you to take away, I'm, I'm, I'm removing all excuses that you're not spiritual enough to have God speak to you today. Yes, you are, and he's speaking because he wants to be the influencer in your life. You need to know this. Holy Spirit speaks to all of us through our conscience. Have you ever felt, have you ever felt that, don't go, don't, don't, don't go on that, don't go to that party, don't go. And you went anyway? My kind of people, me too. Have you ever been just driving down the road and you feel like, turn, turn left here? And you didn't? And you got stuck by the train? And, and you like, you wish, like, oh my God. Are you There's... There are those moments, and, 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 but, but Scott, that's so insignificant. Why would Holy Spirit be worried about where I'm driving? Because he wants to teach us his voice and show us when I talk. Man, I should have turned. Yeah, you, you need to upgrade that, the, the, the essence of that voice and realize that was the Holy Spirit directing and leading your life. He'll speak to us in insignificant times to teach us his voice for significant times. And so it's kind of a training thing he takes us on. You ever, you ever been in a situation where it was tense and you kept hearing, walk away, walk away, walk away, walk away. I'm not going to ask if you did or not. I'm just saying there's times that we do that. You, you ever felt this one? Apologize, apologize, repent. The devil is a liar. No, apologize, repent. I want to check your ID. God, was that you? I need to see your ID. Wait, it's, it's, it's all that. Mm-hmm. We've all been there. Can I tell you, any time that that urging aligns with the principles of this book, guess who's speaking to you? The Holy Spirit, the voice of truth. It's his influence trying to guide and lead your life. That's what he's doing. So you're pre-wired to hear from God. Right now, you weren't allowed to start this thing called life until he finished with you. You were formed in heaven and then birthed into the earth. He had his hands all over you before you ever got here. So as he was wiring you for this journey, he already installed in you the ability to hear from him. You are not here trying to figure it out. No, that voice is there. We need to start identifying that voice as him speaking in our life. That's why Romans 8 says, those who are led by the Spirit are the sons and the daughters of God. We want to live that spirit of life. So, so number two, number two, here, here's another big fact about your conscience. Your conscience delivers God's conviction and celebration. Yeah. You ever felt bad about doing something? Some of y'all are lying in church. You didn't say amen. You didn't wiggle a toe. You didn't do jack. You ever felt good because you knew you did the right thing? Let, let's go there. Anybody ever done that? A couple times in my, in my 54 years, I've, I've, I've accidentally done it. So. Yeah, we, we've all been there. Here's what's interesting. As I told you, you're, you're formed in heaven, you're birthed on the earth. The rabbis will actually teach this all through Judaism. They say that before you were released into this earth, that God took the entire word and ran it all through your mind. So that when you arrived here, you've already heard all of his truth one time. 
that when you hear it here again, you're relearning. It's awakening what's already in you. That's why you already have a moral conscience in you as to what's right and what's wrong. Even without hearing it, you know it's wrong to kill. You know it's wrong to steal. You know that it's wrong. And, and there's things that you know are right to do. Where do you know that? How do you know that? But the rabbis will tell you because it's the residue of God's word that's in you that's identifying with what truth is before you can even say that you know it. It's a powerful, powerful perspective. But maybe that's why Romans chapter 2 verse 15 says this. They demonstrate that God's law is written in their hearts for their own conscience and thoughts either accuse them or tell them they're doing right. Oh, you, your, your own conscience is talking to you. Your own, the inside, there's a conversation going on inside of you. Yes, there is. Oh, yes, there's all kinds of voices in there. But there's, there's a conversation there. It's either accusing or celebrating. It's you did well or wait a minute. No, you didn't do well. We have those conversations with ourselves. It's amazing. You, you can get angry at somebody and take revenge on them. And people around you will celebrate it. They had it coming. I'm so glad you gave it to them. And people are going, yeah. And while they're celebrating and people are around fist bumping you and high-fiving you, you walk away feeling horrible like mud, like I can't believe. Even with all the celebration, because here's what I've learned. People in God don't clap over the same things. And we've got to be so very careful that we appeal to the one, we listen to the one, we step towards the one who's actually leading us towards life and not one who's leading us towards destruction. That's why we feel so twisted inside whenever we do these things because what you've actually done is not only have we violated God's word, I've violated myself. Now I've got a conflict inside because my conscience is calling me out. You're smiling out here and you're tore up in here. I did what I wanted, and there's a part of me that I got to admit, man, that felt good, and now I can't sleep. How good did it feel? This is the reality. This is the, 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 the proof in the pudding, as my mom would say, the proof of the reality of that voice inside of us, the voice of truth. See, a violated voice of truth in my conscience leaves me sideways. It's, it, it's almost like, uh, you know, they, 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 you can pump diesel or gasoline from the, both the same pump. And have you know, if you pull the wrong pump off and put it in your car, you're going to jack your car up in a hurry. And I don't think there's anybody who has a gasoline car who's going to reach for diesel now because it's so stupid expensive. But I'm just saying, everybody's going for the cheap stuff. But I, I'm, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, if you put the wrong fuel in your engine, oh, it's fuel, it's an option, and it's at the same pump. But if you choose wrong at the same pump, even though it's fuel, it won't take you the same place. One will leave you broke down. The other one is actually going to advance your life. We have to make sure that we're choosing so critically well. In 1 Kings chapter 2, King Solomon calls out a dude. Like Flack calls him out and just kind of busts him publicly for, for, for disrespecting his father, David. Caleb, once I'm dead and gone, you got to make sure you call folks out for mistreating me, all right? You got me, okay. And so he, King Solomon called out. He said, you, you, you mistreated my dad. You talked bad about it. Boom, boom, boom. Look at what, look at what he said in, in, in 1 Kings chapter 2. He said, you are aware in your own heart of all the evil you did to my father. 
Your heart is aware. Your conscience is fully alive. You, you can deny it all you want to. You know when you did right. You know when you did wrong. And that's the voice of truth that's kind of trying to guide and lead. And when it's wrong, I need to repair it. When it's wrong, I need to come back around. When it's right, I need to do more of that. Regardless of what response I get out here, I've got to stay strong and true to that voice speaking on the inside that's leading me in the way of life. Holy Spirit, be the influencer in me. Not culture, not people's opinion, not the clap of those not the approval I need you to lead my life because I don't have time to go backwards I can only move forward in my life John Milton he's the author of Paradise Lost he wrote this the conscience is God's umpire within the heart of man conscience is the umpire you know what umpires do I played baseball for many years you know what umpires do umpires call balls and strikes and when you up to bat you don't always agree with what the umpire says. Oh, if, if you ever play ball, you know what I'm talking about. I was a pitcher. I really got jacked up with the umpire. I'm rearing back, giving everything I got, and I knew I busted the strike zone. Okay, it was on the outside corner, but I hit the strike zone. I know where it is. And he goes, ball. I'm like, what do you mean ball? And I got, I got in trouble so many times. Believe it or not, I talked back to the umpire from the pitcher's mound several times. It happened. It happened. I repented. It's all good. But I'm just saying, I had an opinion. But watch this. If I kept arguing, my argument never changed the call. I could disagree all I wanted to, and the umpire was holding to his. But you know what? If I learned to shut my mouth and buy into and agree with what the umpire said, just, okay, if that's what you say, then it actually means that I got the chance to pitch another one. If I kept arguing, he would throw me out of the game, and I was done. It was over. It's I, I, no, no, not another swing of the bat, not another chance to pitch. As long as I kept pushing back, I was going to have to exit the game. But if I learned to submit to what the umpire said, even when I didn't like it, if I would do it his way, I got to stay in the game and another chance to come back and throw that strike to make that hit. Ladies and gentlemen, when you and I submit to what Holy Spirit is leading us in our heart, not because we like it, not because it feels good, and sometimes it's a call that I don't necessarily agree with, but if that's what he said, I've got to trust and believe he knows what he's talking about and I'll submit to it to stay in the game that I can live this life that he said I can live. There's a lot of things that you and I can do in life that are not quote-unquote sin, but it's not leading you in the right direction either. You might end up marrying them. Be really careful. Never mind. Let me come back. Come back to church. Come back to church. Come back to church. Point number three, big fact, point number three, on your conscience. Because your conscience has to be shaped by God's word. It's got to be shaped by God's word. A lot of folks have an opinion about your conscience. And they're trying to shape your conscience for you. Oh, yes, they do. But listen to this, 1 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 4. Check this. Oh, this one's going to be tight. Just read it. Even if your teeth are grit together, just read this with me. What, one, two, three. Thank you for coming today. God bless you. Have a wonderful week. I've lost everybody right there. My conscience is clear, but that doesn't mean I'm right. No, I don't feel bad about it. It's all good. No, wait, wait. I'll pump your brakes, homie. Hold on. We got to talk. It's the Lord himself who will examine me and decide. This is why you and I need to be in church together. This is why you and I need to be in a place that is biblical, not popular. 
We need a place where I can hear truth whether I enjoy what I hear or not. There's some Sundays, if we are all doing this right, there's some Sundays I walk away feeling kind of, I don't know, beat up. Like, dang, I got some stuff to work on. Dang, my attitude has been a little bit crunk. Oh, my Lord, I need to fix that situation right there. Dang, I got to repent of them. Oh, no. It's a, it, that, that, that stuff should ride in our head and our heart when we leave this place. Not because it's bad for us, but because it's actually challenging us to move to the next level of living. That should hit all of us. Whether you're watching online, right there at Polk CI campus, all of us in this room, all of us together, we're all having to upgrade our life. And none of us have this down. This word grinds on every single one of us if we're going to be true about it and if we're doing it right. My conscience is clear, but that doesn't prove I'm right. You see, it's truth that sets you free, not approval. You can have all the approval in the world and still be bound up. You shall know the truth, and the truth that you know, that you live out, will set you free. So let me talk to all my young people. TikTok won't set you free. TikTok will try to influence you and it will try to show you a really sexy video real quick and change your mind that you can have 47 genders. Ladies and gentlemen, there's male and female. That's where it stops. Don't get it twisted. Let's just let's talk plain. Don't buy into the indoctrination. I don't care how popular it gets. I don't care what our government passes and what they try to legislate, what they're teaching in schools. There is a right, there's a wrong, and nothing supersedes the truth of this word right here. Life starts at conception. We need to understand killing our babies at, 12 mo at 10 months and 12 months. Are you kidding me? Are we, we're we're in infanticide now. The, ladies and gentlemen, when you kiss your brains goodbye, all of a sudden everything becomes unraveled and we have no direction in life. There's no standard to hold us. We've got to have a truth and a word that grounds and founds our life. Marriage is a man and a woman, ladies and gentlemen. I love everyone. I'm not mad at anybody. I'm just, my opinion is just based on God's word. I, it's a truth that I can't get away from. This is where we'll live up to it or down to it, and I'm not backing off of what God said. It's not popular, I know, and I'm not mad at anybody because I'm not the authority. I'm not the one that has it all together. That same word cuts on me like it cuts on everybody else. It cuts on our attitudes. It cuts on our mindset. It cuts on how we talk to people. It cuts on our marriage. It, it, it busts all of us up. But here's what I found out, that this word right here has the ability to change all areas of my life. And I can say all day long, well, well you don't understand, it's just my nature. And Jesus died and is powerful enough to change the nature of man. That's why Jesus came. It's to turn us inside out and re-script our lives. Influence. Influence. What will be the voice of influence in our lives? And ladies and gentlemen, if we don't have a place that's rehearsing the truth in our ears, we will hear the lie over and over so much that it'll begin to believe what we're hearing because it's popular. It seems to be celebrated. Oh, they pass laws on it. Ladies and gentlemen, there is one law for your heart and your life. And I don't care which government wants to write whatever. This is the law that governs my heart and my life. Any law that violates this law is a law that I will never come under. This is the law for my life. This is the truth I will live my life by. My conscience is clear. It's legal. That don't mean it's right. God will be the judge. 1 Timothy chapter 1 verse 19 says this. Cling to your faith in Christ. Now stop, stop, stop. 
Cling to it. Why do you have to cling to something? That's like get a death grip on it. Because right now, that thing, people are trying to pry it out of your hands. <laughs> cling to it. Get a grip on it and keep your conscience clear. This is Bible. I did not write that in there. That's Bible. Look at this. Two things. Cling to your faith. Keep your conscience clear. Hold on to your faith in Jesus so that the voice inside of you is wide open and pure from heaven. I don't want to say I'm a Christian and be violating God's word because I'm checking a box here but I'm trying to live for me here. Ladies and gentlemen, there's going to be a conflict. And this is why people are so torn up inside today. There is conflict in their minds, emotionally all over the place, because there's such a warfare going on in the inside because they're violating the word that God has already placed in us. These are real things we're dealing with today. Adam and Eve ignored the word. They hid from God and eventually were evicted from God's plan for their life. What about Judas? Judas sold Jesus out and then went into such emotional torment, he actually killed himself. What? What in the world? Because a war, a rage exploded inside of him that was conflicting to everything he knew, yet everything he was doing were at complete odds. And no matter how good things were on the outside, nothing was going to settle that storm on the inside until he came back to Jesus. I'm convinced today we're in Mental Health Awareness Month and I think it's important that we do that. I've worked in mental health institutions for a few years right out of, right out of college. My degrees in psychology, I love working with men and women who have hit that place in life and we need to have more sensitivity and understanding and care for those who are going through those difficult times. We've all hit some rough places, but this is beyond just having a bad day. These are difficult places people are struggling and dealing with. But I will tell you this, I have seen in the midst of all those from chemical imbalances and all kinds of things people have struggled with, in addition to that, I've watched people who have had a raging storm inside because they were so at odds with themselves and I believe there's so many storms that could be brought to calm if we would com come back and align ourselves with the truth of God's word there would be peace that would flow that would surpass all understanding it's a reality so continual rejection of God's voice does a couple things it silences Holy Spirit's influence in my life if I just keep ignoring it it deadens my conscience that his voice isn't kind of there. It poisons my heart. I've got an internal chaos going on now. And it disconnects me from God's promise. I become unresponsive to God. This is when the Bible talks about people being hard-hearted. It's because they continually rejected that voice. I heard it, but I, I walked away. I heard it, but I said no. I heard it, but I'm doing me. And we keep rejecting that voice. My heart, my heart gets hardened and harder and harder. In fact, the Bible speaks to it as if we've been seared or singed with an iron. We're so calloused, we don't feel it anymore. This is what God's word says. 
So how do you revive a dead conscience? Real quick, closing right here. Hebrews chapter 10, verse 22. How do I bring my conscience back to life? I've done so many things. I've lived a way that I never should have lived, Pastor. You don't understand, man. I ran over that voice years ago. It's been 20 years since I even cared about that voice. I just started doing me. I don't even feel like I've heard that voice anymore. I've got good news. There's a way to bring that voice back to life again. There's a way to put a fresh edge on that so your sensitivity of your heart to his is everything. And I want to show you. Hebrews chapter 10, verse 22 says this. Let us draw near with a true heart in full assurance of faith with our hearts sprinkled clean from an evil conscience. God says, come close to me, come back to me, repent, and I will sprinkle, I'll wash, I'll clean your conscience and bring it fresh all over again. I will turn up the volume on my voice in your life again. You'll feel a shift and a move of me on the inside again. You won't be living alone and just wandering around. I will not just turn you over to yourself, but I will stay involved. I'll be invested. I'll whisper in your heart. I'll give you those nudges. I'm going to encourage you in your car, at work, on vacation, with your kids. In your, I'll be there by your side. This is what he says. This was very real to this guy named David. King David, all through the Bible, wrote the Psalms. That David, he had gone out and, and he had this illicit affair with Bathsheba. It was crazy. They could have made a movie out of it. It was nuts. David rejected the voice of God. He heard God's voice say, don't do it, David. Don't do it. That's another man's woman. Don't do it, David. You should be at battle. Don't do it, David. It's out of order. It's wrong. It's fornication. It's wrong, David. Stop. But he ran over that voice and went and did it anyway. And now David's conscience is in chaos. He is lost. He is coming apart at the seams. And in Psalm chapter 51, David wrote this. Restore to me the joy of your salvation. Take not your Holy Spirit from me. He was so lost, he realized the source of everything I wanted exited when I kept rejecting his voice. He walked away. You see, Holy Spirit's a gentleman. And if I'm trying to encourage you and you look at me and you say, Scott, shut up. Well, I, I'm trying to help you. Scott, shut up. I mean, I, there's something coming I'm aware of. Scott, I don't need your voice. Shut up. I'm doing me. Eventually. All right. I'll back up. You go do you. I'm here. But my voice is not celebrated where I'm not celebrated I will not be tolerated I'll be waiting and when you come to the end of you and it's all coming unraveled I'll be waiting on you right here but you have to come back to me this is what happened David said I'm coming back restore my joy you see we need Holy Spirit to renew our conscience we need to be spirit-driven instead of culture-driven, instead of religion-driven. I need him to lead that and guide that. Romans 8, 6 says, The mind governed by the flesh is death, but the mind governed by the spirit is life and peace. You know what the results of living by the spirit are? Rapid fire. Here we go. Here's what, here's what it looks like to be under the influence. Love. Love that makes God and others my focus. Joy. That's rooted in God's promises rather than my circumstances. It's peaceful when I'm surrounded in chaos. It's kindness. 
That's when I've got a compassion for people. It's patience. Patience is a good one. When dealing with setbacks, self-control, that's when nobody's looking. Gentle instead of retaliating. Goodness, that leads me to serving others. Faithfulness, I've got staying power. I'm relentless. I don't quit. That's the fruit of the Spirit in Galatians 5. How do I know if I'm under his influence? Those characteristics are operating in my life. If I'm not under his influence, I'm doing me, and it's coming unraveled. God loves you the same. He's not mad at you. But his voice is what we have to listen to to lead our lives. He's talking through your conscience. You're pre-wired for this. Learn to turn up that volume. How do you do that? Whenever you hear him speak, I want you to reassign a new value to that voice inside your life. Stop thinking, that's just my mama's convictions. No, 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 no. Holy Spirit's going to lead that because when it lines up with his word, that's the truth for your life, and it only leads forward. Come on and stand to your feet. Come on and stand to your feet. Everything I'm talking to you about, watch this. I'm working on it. I'm working on listening to that voice. I'm working on leaning into that voice and, and making sure that that voice has value and credibility in me that's leading me forward. You and I have to make those decisions. And today, I want us all to just pray this kind of prayer that's just going to kind of refresh and renew his voice in our life. Would anybody besides me admit to or agree that you've probably ran over that voice a couple times this week? Okay. Me too. Me too. Been there, done that. I don't want to do it again, but I know Scott. But as long as we keep coming back, that's where repentance and a pursuit of Christ is critical so it keeps his voice elevated. Holy Spirit is that spirit of truth to lead you forward. And he'll guide us into those right things. We need to make sure that we're giving volume to that voice. Today, let's repent and let's allow him to take that proper seat in our lives. Again, Holy Spirit, we love you today. And right here in this moment, we are all opening ourselves up and asking you to forgive us, change us, rework us. Attitudes have been wrong. We made decisions that we never should have made. We, we did things for the applause of people instead of what was right. We, we, think, we thought that we could overrun your word because government has already said it's okay. But God, at the end of the day, it's only you. You are the source of my life. You're the source of all truth. You're the foundation that I'll stand on for the rest of my life. I'm doing it your way. I, it's beyond my pay grade to try to change your opinion. Your word is truth. I'll live my life up to it. So today, God, I'm asking you to refresh my heart. The same way David prayed, oh God, come and restore to me, bring back to me the joy of your salvation. Uh, we repent. We're, we apologize for ignoring, for shutting down. Holy Spirit, for marginalizing your voice. And today, we say, turn up the volume in my life of your voice. Speak to me loud and clear. And as I lean in, I want to be spirit-led. I want your influence guiding and leading all areas of my life. Have your way in me. We come to you fresh again. Forgive us, change us, lead us, I pray. In Jesus' name, everybody said amen. Amen, amen, amen. amen.